Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. That's Jake. And that's Melissa. And this is, is Best, Best Friendhood. Friendhood. Right off the bat. You like that? I do. I Changed wasn't. No, it. I was like, wait a second. We're not in the middle of a conversation. What are you doing? <laughs> so I'm clicking it so we can get right to it. <laughs> oh. Felt fresh and fe- felt new. Yeah. We haven't done that in like 30 episodes. At least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot a two, episode 35 already, my dude. Do you remember our first episode where we practiced saying that together so many times? Oh, God. Yeah. Like seven times at least. And I remember how quickly we talked and how bad the yeah. sound situation oh, was. Oh, I forgot that we talked really fast. We did. It we was felt the so excitement. pressured and like, ah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is nice. It is nice. I'm glad that we feel, or at least I feel like we've settled into a groove. Oh, yeah. I'm just an anxious ball of energy over here. Yep. I'm kidding. I can see it. Yeah. Your hair is standing up, smoke well. coming out of your ears. <laughs> I was going to say, some of it is kind of standing up today. I don't know where this wind came out of, but by Girl, golly. Girl, what the hell? Mother Nature says, oh, you thought 93 degrees was nice today? Tomorrow it's 40. Ugh. So. I feel bad. I feel like I jinxed us because when we were outside sitting in the glorious 90 degree heat, oh my God, it mm-hmm. felt so good. Uh, I will not be saying that in two months, by the way. I was Nobody hold that humid, against me. So. Yeah, but I liked that. That's all right. um, I was like, oh, and the wind isn't trying to kill us today. And Mother Nature went, bitch, you want to bet? Sincerely, 15 <laughs> minutes later, because I heard like twigs and branches hitting our roof i'm like what is going on mm-hmm. just sincerely yep wind going or mother nature must have had whatever i had for dinner because <laughs> she and i were both blowing it out i tell you ah <laughs> uh, heck ah uh, heck yeah also now what i love seeing on my drive home hmm. the college dorm parking lot mm-hmm. empty. empty oh my god i know it's so relieving to see that there are no youths that are going to be parked in the middle of the street oh man throwing up or drinking yes uh, do you remember the what car was that, vodka i yes. think that they had they just were like they just slamming it out of the trunk in of their the middle car. of the street yep we oh. that was our 21st episode that we came home and recorded oh okay. i think i'm pretty sure i don't remember that was the only time that i can think that we would have been out like driving around and then coming back to record okay wild so anyway that's kind of nice yep school's out summer is here school's out for summer do you know sometimes i still have nightmares that like i'm in school Hmm. like that i'm a grown adult but that i've missed math class for like the last four months you have told me about that before it happens so often okay so what does that say about me that I don't have those kinds of dreams. Like my it mom, sounds my like whole you life. Probably went to therapy and talked out your shit, <laughs> so you don't have reoccurring nightmares. That's what it sounds like, Jacob. <laughs> okay, well, I was gonna say my mom, my whole life has talked about how I or how she has had that same dream as well of like missing a math class or missing a final exam as a grown adult and having. Like being in high school, like, oh my God, what? Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Like it's this weird feeling of, I know that I'm supposed to be going to classes, but I don't remember what my schedule is. And so by the time that I go to the class, finally, 
I've missed it for like months on end and I'm failing. <sighs> and then I don't remember which class to walk to next. So I'm just walking in the halls feeling this like crazy buildup of worry and anxiety and failure. <laughs> like existential dread. Yes. And just walking the halls. I'm like, I'm in my brain, in my dream brain. I'm like, I am in my 30s. Why am I still <laughs> here? Why can't I remember what my schedule is? <laughs> And then I couldn't remember where the office is to ask like a nice lady to print it off oh, or something. Of course so. not, because anyway. the whole building has shifted and grown and changed. And now there's scary hallways with monsters in them. Those are the dreams I have where I'm oh. walking down a hospital hallway and I either am being chased by something coming out of the walls, like some demonic manifestation Good coming Lord. out of the walls. And my only option is to throw myself out the window off of like the 12th floor. Oh, damn. That thing is evil. Yeet. Or... Uh, just being lost in like a scary abandoned building. Awesome. Okay. Those are the dreams I have. I think probably because my anxiety is such that like we talked about with the voting registration, voter registration cards last time, Mm -hmm. I look and I look and I look and I look and I look at my schedule at where I need to be. Like I memorize those details because I have to. Yeah. So my nightmare is not knowing where the fuck I am. <laughs> I get it. And I think we just solved a lot. Okay. Now With I know that. why I have those nightmares. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, you know what? That's what it's all about, man. But um I could Yeah. Go I could ahead. do a whole I would love to do a whole episode where we just talk about dreams. Like I know so many people give each other a hard time or it's like a kind of like a meme to like nobody, nobody gives a shit about your actual about your dreams. dreams. Like yeah. nobody cares. I do. I find other people's dreams so engaging and fascinating most of the time. Mine Not all of the time. So wild and vivid mm-hmm. every night, mm-hmm. every single night. Like it is, it's a 4K HD <laughs> crazy ass adventure. Yes. Tell me all of them. Not today though, right? No, not today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, I just, where if to you begin? ever are like, mm, do I, should I tell Jake about that? No, nobody wants to actually hear about your dreams. Hi. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're just crazy. There's a form of therapy that I would really like to get trained in called logo therapy. And it's nothing to do with logos. Oh, it's like the arches are McDonald's. <laughs> no, it's not that. Although okay. that's what I thought too when I first heard about it. Um, it's an existential form of therapy. So finding purpose and finding meaning in life. And one of the tenets of it is dream interpretation and finding meaning to apply to your life through your dreams. And I don't know how they do that. Because it can be so wishy-washy or so wild that like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like reflecting it back to the client as like, what do you, how do you interpret that? Because that well, seems valid that, to me. Yes. Like what? And isn't that most? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think so. That's what most therapy. Astrology. Uh, I, why is my brain saying Airbnb? That is completely off kilter. I do not know. That's the word I'm hearing in my head. Airbnb. I don't know. Horoscopes, astrology, those kinds of things. I feel like if they're not done well, they are very open to loose interpretation. Oh, yeah. Or like, obviously, they just had a computer program throw together (laughs) eight words and put a period at the end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, we'll save more of that for another day. Okay. So more importantly, this week... 
we were going to talk about um, like summertime friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But before we get into that, we need to let the people know what the Louise situation is. Because last week we talked about how there were some behavior issues and we weren't sure Ooh. and you were going to take her to the vet and all this stuff. So yes. what's the lowdown on Louise? Sweet, sweet Louise. Is she now? Kind of. Okay. She's better. Okay. She's back home with me. All right. Um, I wasn't. I literally did not know how that was going to turn out. Like it was... Flip of a coin, honestly. Yeah. So we we took her in and um, she was not a happy camper to be back at the vet. Oh, boy. She was very scared and gave me these. I mean, her eyes are so big and pretty, but she gave me like the sweetest, like, please don't leave me here. <laughs> like pathetic little look when I took her out of the carrier and put her in their kennel. Ugh. So we had to wait overnight um, for my friend to have somebody there to help her because my friend is the one actually oh. that works there. Yes, yes, yes. And so that worked because then I just had a weekend adventure with my friend. Yeah. So I stayed at her place. We had a great time. Um, and then on Saturday, we went back over with her husband, who was also trained. And uh, the two of them held Louise, who actually behaved like really well. Let me pick her up. Let me carry her. Like things oh, she's never done at home. Yeah. Um, like snuggled into my shoulder. And I was like, oh my God, why can't you be like this all the time? And then so we took her into the exam room and they took one look in her, each of her ears went, oh God, no wonder she's crabby. So they flushed out both ears with this like antifungal rinse. And then they took what I essentially took to be like long Q-tips. Yeah. And like very gently scraped the inside of her ears to like get the ear mites out. So ear mites aren't a fungus though. They're like tiny little creatures. They're yes? tiny little creatures, but it's like an antifungal, antiparasitic, anti blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's All like right. a whole thing. So you know how dogs, when you you get that spot on their ear yes. and you're scratching them, their foot starts to thump. She did that with her left or her right foot as they cleaned her right ear. Her left foot as they cleaned her left ear. Oh. Underneath all of the gunk and the ick and the yuck from being an outside cat for three or four years and the ear mites and everything, her inner ears were just bloody and oh, raw. Oh, I bet. And oh, it was so gross. Like they had to flush and scrape and flush and scrape and flush and scrape like three times before finally it was like clean. Woofed And then they put in all this, this like super medicated ointment, drops, whatever. Oh. And rubbed it in and she like you could see like she visibly relaxed her whole body just kind of like eased into the um, exam table and she just kind of was like okay thank you woof dude yeah and so we carried her back or I carried her back and put her in the kennel because at that point I decided I was just gonna spend the whole weekend and yeah so we came home on Sunday and she chatted at me the whole time, like kept flipping herself upside down in her carrier so she could look up at me. <laughs> it was so cute. So I put my hand in through like the little zipper and was just like petting her. And she was super kind, super lovey, got her home and she was a little nervous. Like she sniffed the place out like she had never been there before. I'm like, hi, huh. you've been here for three months, weirdo. What yeah. are you doing? Um, but then that night I was laying on the couch with Albus and just playing the xbox sea of thieves actually <laughs> nice and she jumped up on the couch and like made herself comfy snuggled right up next to albus and actually like groomed him a little bit 
on like Maybe the back like of his apologizing. head. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And she's been like so cuddly and they've been playful again where they're not like, like they chase each other. They're murdering. But they're not murdering angry. Yes. Like nobody's hissing. Nobody's ears are back. It's very playful. It's back and forth. Like they are good. That's wonderful. I know. It's such a relief because I do love her so much. And I was going to feel horrible if I had to relinquish her. I know. So I'm happy that she's better. Do you follow up with any more treatments for her ears? Yep. They sent me home with both of the fluids. Um, The first one, the antifungal antibacterial to help heal and to keep things clean. And then I treat her ears with the other one every other day just to basically kill off any remaining yucky mites and i have to do that to albus because mites apparently transfer really easily between cats humans can't get them um so they transfer really easily between cats so basically i'm tackling tackling one cat (laughs) wrapping them in a pillow or a A blanket a blanket not a pillowcase a blanket dripping drips drops in their ears rubbing their ears ferociously dabbing away with excess with gauze and then as that cat is like hating me from afar i tackle the other cat and do the same thing and then i have to feed them a hundred treats just to get them to love me again (laughs) every other day which honestly i would take i'll take that over what you had been dealing with yes yeah so yeah so things are really good Things are much, much better. And I think they're going to stay that way. So the story, though, that I have for you. Yes. Okay. So my friend Chrissy and I were driving on. So we, I grew up out in the country. Yes. In a little tiny town. And we, our thing back in the day in high school was to drive, especially in the summer, was to drive out into the middle of nowhere on some dirt road, park the pickup or park whatever vehicle we were in and just look at the stars and the moon. So this weekend she found a new like minimum maintenance road, which means basically like it's not a road that's kept up. It's literally like a a dirt dirt trail. With weeds on everywhere, (laughs) animals. Yeah. Yeah. Like through a pasture. So we drove out there and it was beautiful. It was through these valleys and these hills. And we finally like crested the hill and it was just this unbelievable, beautiful sky. You could see the Milky Way. You could see the moon, which is almost full. Uh, you could see all of the stars and like everything for miles. It was amazing. And then we went around a corner at the top of this flat and around this like clump of trees was a pickup and we were like okay like whatever didn't even think of anything of it they turned on their lights and started driving behind us so aggressively and so quickly like they got right up behind us so we pulled over yeah let them pass and let them pass and we were both like that was kind of weird not five minutes later they had stopped turned off their lights so we didn't see them because of the way the road goes kind of up and down yeah we didn't see that they had stopped until we had driven past and they turned their lights on again and were following us again. They did that like three times and we were like, oh, okay, what the hell is happening? This is scary. We're They're out in the middle of nowhere. stoned or drunk. Maybe, but if so, leave us alone and go do your thing, you well, idiots. Mm. Don't chase us. So we finally got back on the main road and booked it out of there and lost them. But it was weird how like we hadn't seen another vehicle for over an hour. Right. It was so creepy and so strange like we drove past you you don't have to follow us keep doing whatever it is that you're doing out in the middle of nowhere go away 
This is why I'm thinking that they were probably underage kids or something who were doing something illegal. And then, you know, obviously bad judgment skills as a teenager. But then they wanted to make sure that you weren't cops or you weren't going to go and tell somebody. Well, they freaked out two mid-30s ladies. (laughs) So those were my weekend adventures. Nice! And do you like how I tried to tie in our theme of the night? Summertime. Summertime. Summertime, friends. I thought you were just doing a callback to two weeks ago, the celestial body yaddy 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 yaddies. Oh, that too. Yeah. Connections. Woohoo. We're making them. Not just friendships, but storylines. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about it, you know, because school's out, kids are gone. Yep. Or, you know, in case you own children, they are. <laughs> own them? I don't fucking know. <laughs> they're legally yours, you know what I mean? Like, until mm. they're... 18 or 19. Fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, that did sound worse than what I expected. Uh, but then they're with you all the time. Good job on that. I hope you're real excited about it. Um, but thinking back about like, and I guess it doesn't even necessarily have to be uh, just in childhood mode, but summertime friendships. And I was thinking about, you know, maybe the kids that you would see and hang out with at the pool all mm-hmm. summer long. Or maybe if you went to some camps Mm -hmm. during summer Um, or honestly, even like if your family went on a vacation and you met another family with like kids in your same age. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so you kind of had like an Insta summertime friend. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're vacation friends. Exactly. Which is kind of like my grown up version of airport friends. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you're also stuck here for four hours. Neat. You want to drink about it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know that we're only at 21. Hmm? And this one might be a shorter episode. Mm -hmm. And you're not feeling great. Nope. So how about we take a quick break? Kind of pick out a few stories that we want to maybe share. Keep it concise that way. Don't you think? I think that's fair. Okay. Because I can't tell if I'm shouting into the mic, if I'm whispering into the mic. I literally can't hear out of my left ear right now. Honestly, this is like some of the best levels you've ever had. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) I love you, and it's funny to me. I'm sorry that you're suffering for it. So I'm just going to bring one earplug every week. Yes, that sounds great. That way I I can still gently hear myself, but can't totally hear myself. Because I think when I get really quiet, it's because you're right there and i forget that like oh that doesn't pick up well on a microphone yeah although oh we can talk about this later we don't need to record us talking about it so anyway my ear just crackled so grotesquely your eyeballs looked so weird when that was going on yeah it looked like you were having a stroke to be honest it felt like it it went crinkle 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 and i felt the eyeball movement happening and i couldn't stop it it was like a uh, i'm so grateful you're going in tomorrow (sighs) not that it's like Super bad, but no, just there's probably more that could be done than just decongestants and allergy medication. Yup. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Break time. All right, we're back. Okay. Okay. Did you have enough time to come up with a couple summertime friendship stories? What I was realizing, um, because usually in the summertime, like we would get the if not the latest game console, then like the latest RPG game. Hmm. And that was like our babysitter for the summer. And I would just watch my brothers play it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, like we would do things like there was one called like Sea Camp. And it was, you know, basically is like glorified 
smart kid camp where you just go and like you learn about stuff. Yeah. And you got to pick like which studies you did. And so I think, you know, obviously there was music one that I did and then like Egyptian studies for one year. And but what was nice about that is like it was for all of the kids in our city. So. Oh, cool. You got to meet kids that went to different schools. Mm -hmm. So what was nice is like they were strangers to me but like especially when we got into like middle school and high school they were people that I've always heard about because my other friends who had gone to other elementary schools or middle schools had talked about these friends so I got to meet them for the first time and I mean obviously like we didn't click well enough to become friends during the actual school year sure you were legit summer friends yeah which is really nice because like some of the quote-unquote cool kids from the other school didn't know whether I was cool or not. <laughs> so we just kind of like hung out and became friends. And actually, I, uh, in my very young adulthood, ran into one of the girls that went to this camp with me. And she was always so cool. And yeah, she was just a blast. And she's, oh, I always thought that you were really cool. I went, how come we weren't actual friends then? <laughs> but besides like, quote unquote smart kid uh, educational camps during the summer we didn't really go and do like sleepaway camp the mm-hmm. one that we did in my youth was like a church one because my grandma said that we should go do it so really? we did because she paid for it it was with her church which was from a completely different town like three hours away so we knew nobody oh my god yeah it was wild and <laughs> do you remember that vine obviously it wasn't a party at a church camp but welcome to jesus camp or no <laughs> welcome to church camp <laughs> we're all jesus's children here we're all, how does she say it all god's children we're all god's children as there's like a beer pong table somebody maybe doing a line of, of something <laughs> yes yeah in the background um but some of those kids like they were getting naughty at church camp it was wild <laughs> Like we made, you know, crosses out of like nails and copper wire. And then later that evening, I would hear stuff and things like, mm-hmm. well, um, the other one that I was thinking of is we went to this statewide camp in, well, I did in a town that was, you know, another few hours drive. And we did, we stayed at like um, a dormitory of sorts. And um, I met this, well, I was roommates in the dorm. And they were roommates. Facts. With this one girl and she was from a very well-to-do family and this was back in the day of like um disposable cameras oh god so i forgot about those we were pen pals for a while after this camp because we got along and it was she was very sweet you know um but i remember when i first like realized that oh no she's she's a rich kid Mm -hmm. because we did this thing where i took pictures of like my house, like my room, my dog, my yard and stuff. And then I put them in a letter and I mailed them to her. Oh my God. And then she did the same. And it was wild. We're talking like, not like Kardashian level, but definitely like my dad is the VP for Pop-Tarts or something. That kind of money, you know? <laughs> oh, if only I had Pop-Tarts money. <laughs> for real. <laughs> and those fake ass sprinkles. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So that's really like the summertime friendships that, I had otherwise it really was just hanging out with my brothers and going to the library and playing with the one neighborhood kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. What about for you? I, so before we moved out here, when we still lived in Colorado, I went to, I think just one, I think it's just one boys, uh, boy scouts camp. Okay. 
And I'm sure if I'm wrong about that, if it was multiple that I've just congealed into one memory, my father will let me know because he's an avid listener. Aww. Thanks, Dad. Hi, Papa. We love you. Love you. Um, and he likes to correct me when I get things incorrect. <laughs> I, I think my mom listens, but I don't think she's she's never corrected me on anything. She's just like, okay, whatever. Okay. But yeah. my father, he lets me know. That's so Gotta sweet. Gotta keep me honest. That's so sweet. Um, yeah, it is. So I, I remember going to a Boy Scout camp one year. And I don't really remember like connecting with any other kids there other than one who I've actually spoken about before on the pod. We were at the archery place. Okay. I don't know. Arena. I don't fucking know what you call it. Where Boy Scouts shoot each other with bows and arrows. That's an arena, right? You definitely don't shoot them at each other. Well, that's my memory. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it felt like the other kids were doing to me. Oh, my word. (laughs) No. Um... There was a kid like two, uh, I don't know, stands over. And as we were walking forward to collect our arrows, um, he came running over to me and was like, hey, hey, do you remember me? And I was like, no, I don't. Who are you? I think I was in like third grade, maybe. Oh, so little. Little, little, like Cub Scouts, not Boy Scouts. The way he introduced himself to me was with his first name, which I can't remember. And I sat across from you in kindergarten. I used to eat paste for lunch. (gasps) And I was like, oh my God, it's you. (laughs) And I really, I don't remember like making friends at that camp. I'm sure I probably did, but I was so young. Like that was like 20, that was a long time ago. I can't even do the math right now. Uh That was a long time ago. Yeah. I, I don't remember. And there were there were some church camps that I always wanted to go to. Like there was one called Idrahaji, which was Does it spell something backwards? No. Oh. All the words are like the first two letters of the phrase I'd rather have Jesus. Which I'm sure if I had gone to that church camp I would have had some very gay experiences. Because that was that I was like middle even. that was like junior high or high school. Okay. But we never I never got to go to that. But it was up in the mountains and I don't know. It always looked really cool. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever actually went to another summer camp besides that one Cub Scout camp, which was fun. Like, I remember having a really good time. In high school, though, I was like between my junior and senior year, I want to say. Um, for band and choir, my director, my music director, had nominated me for the like Ambassadors of Music program oh, sure, or something sure. like that. Okay. And. So through that, like we did a year of fundraising, me and two other girls from my class. And so the three of us, like there was like quilt raffles and car washes, all of these things, like our little small community came together to get the three. Quilts take forever. Oh, yeah. And somebody raffled that off for you? Yeah. To like raise money to send us over to Europe. Oh, hot. oh, I didn't realize it was goddamn Europe. Yeah. So the three of us from school, um, let's see. The one played saxophone, and then me and the other girl played clarinet, and then I was also in the choir, and I don't think either of them were in the choir. I can't remember. But yeah, we went and toured, like, I think eight different countries in Europe. That's amazing. Over, like, two weeks, and we sang, like, in London, we sang at a cathedral in Paris, we sang at a cathedral, St. Mark's Cathedral in Venice, Italy, Austria, like we went all over the freaking place. Like we were only in these places for one or two days. Right. Because we were there to perform. But when we were in Switzerland, I finally like connected with 
the three guys that I had been roommates with the whole time. And they were roommates. <laughs> yes, we had been roommates the whole time. And I I was always like the weird kid that was like, I don't, ha, hello, <laughs> you are a human and I am also a human. And here we are. Uh, goodbye. Oh. <laughs> so it was like halfway through the trip and we were in Switzerland and we finally like, had a breakthrough where we were like having a conversation about something that I was like oh that's something I can relate to let me let me join that conversation and I just remember like walking around through this beautiful city up in the Swiss Alps it wasn't even a city it was like a village and this whole village came together every like two or three years however often this trip went over there and they had this huge like they cooked us all fondue and like some traditional Swiss foods and so it was the night I think we performed for them one night and then the next night they had like a legit like polka band play for us and they made all this food for us in like this beautiful like community center that they built and it was like a thing that they looked forward to every few years like let's have these American kids here and feed them really good food we'll listen to their music and they'll listen to ours and it's going to be great it was amazing so after that like two days, I finally felt like, oh my God, I, okay, I'm getting to know people. I'm making friends. One of the kids went on to be like a guitarist in a band that like has traveled all over. And I would go to his shows with some friends of mine after I had dropped out of college a few times. And <laughs> it was so much fun. Like, so that friendship lasted for a few years. And yeah. So other than like my small little rural community coming together to send me and two other kids over to Europe. I've never really had like a camp experience, but I feel like that gets equaled out. Oh, definitely. (laughs) You went to goddamn Europe. It was a lot of fucking work. Oh, I believe it. We had to be on the bus. Like we were touring. We got to see a few sites, but most of it was you're in rehearsal or you're sleeping or you're performing. Right. It was was so great i remember you know like as we got a little bit older and started to get summertime jobs which you know oh yeah totally a thing could be just like a babysitting gig for mm-hmm. a family or whatever but yep i had some friends that all went and worked at the water park oh you sure. know and that seemed so intense to me because yeah. they they swam every morning and they had to go and do their classes mm-hmm. and they worked long hours oh yeah but they were all so bronze uh-huh. and like obviously like, i am slightly worried for their skin health <laughs> yeah. these might i actually ended up dating one of these people and he still even after he quit being a lifeguard mm-hmm. still really enjoyed to get that bronze during the summertime and it's just oh, it's no. just not good for your skin. Yeah. Anyway, but like that was like they they were their own crew. Totally. Their own like little posse of yep. water park mm-hmm. people. Yep. Where they, you know, they had the same experiences, the same stories, the mm-hmm. same lifestyle during the summer pretty much. Sure. And that kind of makes me think about how other people taking advantage of the change of the season to either reconnect or some to make some new friends. Totally. And uh, what a wonderful opportunity that is for younger people to expand their social bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was mentioning about meeting kids from different schools, finally. Right. Because right. it, it helps remind you that the world is bigger yes. than 
your own personal little bubble that there we all are live more in. more than just these few people. Yes. There are more diverse ways of seeing things. Like if you can't be your authentic self with this group, there are other groups out there where you can. Yeah. And to, I just remember like having that, I didn't realize like how short of a span of time summer break from school. Oh my God. It's so short. It felt like so long. It's three months, maybe. Maybe. Maybe three months, right? Um, but to take advantage of those three months mm-hmm. to to go and do whatever. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, like looking back, you know, be like, I should have went and gone and done right? stuff and things. I know. Because I had three months every year that was just like, sure, how much does it cost? All right, maybe not that, but figure out something else. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's fine. You know, yeah. to go yeah. and do but summertime friends, whether it's through a job or through a camp or even just hanging out together because you do have an entire yeah. day free or find a park. Well, yeah, a place where you can just hang with your friends safely and yes, other people then come and join. My friends and I used to park. So I was a lifeguard and we definitely had our own little posse. But within that, like there were small groups like these three would hang out with their friends and then i don't know i just kind of floated but we would close the pool at like eight or nine and that's so early oh yeah well small town it was just like okay that was normal yeah okay so yeah we had like a slide that was always broken and (laughs) a shallow like a short kiddie pool low no uh diving board oh okay like we had one that was three feet off the water like i gotcha tiny okay okay so me and some of the friends that I made there, like, we were not friends during the school year because we were in different posses. Sure. But during the summer, we were lifeguard crews. Yeah. Like, that was our people. So we would just go drive down the street to the park and park our cars, roll down the mu- roll down the window, play music, and just, like, sit on the back of our cars and talk and yeah. not get into any trouble at all. Dad definitely didn't smoke cigarettes or drink beers on Main Street. No, not parked. after a long full day of... Of saving people's lives at the pool. Correct. Definitely never did that. But that's what we would do. We would just sit at the park and then other people would come and go and you just, yeah, it was just a different way to connect with others. Kids that we went to school with, that I went to school with, but never would have spoken to at school. Right. Yeah. But during the summertime, when you meet up at the park, there's something There's magical. something different about it. Heck to the yes. I think there, I mean, even with, you know, adulthood, adulthood, when summertime hits, I feel like everybody, like there is a shift. Oh, totally. In people. Absolutely. Uh, with the opportunity to get outside mm-hmm. and go and be on, you know, vacation, hopefully, or. Right. If nothing else, uh, look at all of the pretty green while you're <laughs> staying inside in the air conditioning. Yeah, It's all so fair and fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Which I enjoy a lot, like that kindness. It's like. It happens around the holiday season in mm-hmm. the winter, mm-hmm. and then it happens around summertime. Summer, yeah. Oh, people are nice again. Well, until they get too too Juice. cocked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> They're sunburned, dehydrated, and drunk. Oh yeah, for <laughs> Watch sure. Out. <laughs> Although I will say, more summertime friendships happen when you're kind of in that mode, and somebody is there to like help put you back together. Whether you're <laughs> tanking down a river or tubing, or I've never done that. What? I don't really have a desire to. We'll see. What's nice with tanking is that it's like a big cattle tank, and so you can put lawn chairs in it and you can either literally what it is yes so then you don't even have to get in the water if you don't want to but you can tie your coolers to it you can tie some tubes 
Nah, dude. Like that. Uh-uh. That's a real, you get into a cattle tank. And you float down the river. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't want to get into the river water, you don't have to. Can I just wear a mask the whole time, though, so my allergies don't freak the fuck out again? Because that's why I can't hear right now, listeners, is I spent like two days outside over the weekend. Well, here's my thing is, are you going to be constantly pulling down your mask so that you can be drinking and imbibing with the rest of us? I'll cut a hole through the mask for a straw. Okay. Oh, wait. That's, um... We've so, had this conversation. Yes, it feels we like sure in the last should two have. Years. <laughs> uh, you can't cut a hole in a mask that kind of makes it not work anymore. Correct. Damn it. But uh, maybe I'll just shove cotton balls. I'll shove tampons in my nose. That way allergens can't get in there. There we go. Okay. Whatever you need to do, boo. Nose tampons. Nose tampons. <laughs> or, yeah, we could just, you know, like put duct tape over your nostrils. Yeah, it'd just be like I before my surgery. I wouldn't know the difference. Right. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I was just to say, so, <laughs> or if, or if like you're camping and you realize that you've forgotten something or your toilet paper rolls down the hill or something, you know, what's nice about summertime friends who are also out enjoying those activities is they, they're probably better prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably and you will know be how to too. poison ivy. Yes. Oh man. I remember we went out to go tubing down the river mm-hmm. um, a few years ago and our friends Oh, I felt so absolutely horrible because this was like we drove four and a half hours to get to this spot where we could camp and tube. Whoa. Yeah. Um, four, four and a half hour drive, like through the middle of nowhere. Oh, and then you're camping and there's no cell service anyway out there. Yeah. You know, the beginning of every good horror movie. But yeah, this is how people die. Well, it, people die in all sorts of strange ways every day. But but this is also you're not wrong. This is one we can control. Yes. But we were, um, like, usually if you are going to bring some things, you put them in a Ziploc bag and then you, like, oh. um, either tie it to a tube or you duct tape it to the top of your um, cooler or something, you know, so that you know where it is and so that you know it's going to stay dry if you have to bring it. Okay. Our poor friends, I don't know what they did, but somewhere along the way... Their car keys (gasps) fell into the river. Oh, and that is a murky river, I'm sure. And when when did it fall into the river? Oh God! Yeah. Oh, I thought like they were like like, they know. No, they definitely didn't witness it happen, but they knew that they had brought them along in their bag. And by the end, because you're out there on the river for like three hours you're floating down for like three hours or longer i don't know i got really drunk so i couldn't tell you what the time was but i knew that i was hammered and very sunburnt um that sounds miserable it was a lot of fun though (laughs) somebody brought a potato for shits and giggles and we hollowed it out and made it into a shot glass (laughs) biodegradable (laughs) you never know it's before covid it was fine um but yes so our poor friends had to like Either they were going to try to call somebody to, like, come and... Who do you call uh, well, for like, that? It's either you're going to have to tow your car somewhere right. and spend that kind of money. And this is in the middle of nowhere. So it, to get a tow truck there is going to be wild. And then to tow it to the closest city that has services, also going to be expensive. Or their other thing was try to call somebody who had access to their home to get get the the spare spare key and then drive the four and a half hours to drop the key off to them. I would do that for you. Right, for you, of course, but like, who who else, like, what if I was, what if we were on this trip together? You know what I mean? Who else would you call? 
Oh, I've got people. Okay, good. I should maybe, yeah. Anyway, how awful is that? And that's why I stay inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. None, nothing about what you just said has enticed me into wanting to go tubing. Man, well, it was, it was Sunburned, fun. drunk in the middle of the day, in nature for three hours, losing things... None of that sounds delightful. Well, okay, nature for three hours. That's fine. Trunk in the middle of the day? That's also fine. Okay. I was going to say, like, well, maybe, maybe maybe, I should retell this story but just no specifically for you. No, that's what you got a campfire, my dude. Or you can just bring your own stuff to, like, whatever you I'm want. I'm really just thinking about the toilet. Oh, I mean, there were, like, campsite toilets there. Is that just a hole dug in the ground? Because no. No, I mean, it's like a little, like a little log or wood. Like an outhouse? Kind of, but like a permanent outhouse. Okay. They're not horrible, especially if you're drunk in the middle of the day. When nature calls. Also, you're just in a river. So if you gotta pee, you just pee. I mean, you're... Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. You're in it already. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not this prissy, but right now, feeling like I feel I'm being a little prissy. That's understandable, my dude. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, summertime friends, they they can come into your life for a reason, a season, or forever. I don't know what that stitched on a pillow somewhere says, but... I think that's right. Yeah. A reason, a season, or a lifetime, or something like that. Um. Anyway, season friends. Season friends. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, no. do not feel guilt about having a situational friend. Nope. That's okay. Yeah. I. They're so helpful. And... It's- Usually beneficial for both. Totally. Yeah. My foot's gone numb again. Well. I need to stop sitting cross-legged. Well, I did that earlier and I felt like I was sat on the toilet for 25 minutes. You know when you get up and you can't, like it hurts to even move? No, I don't know that. Like your whole leg goes like that dead, ted, dead, ted tingly? I don't spend that time on the toilet. I get in and get out. We've you, talked about you this before. You do take the quickest poos ever. Yeah. It's a shame thing, I'm sure. Okay. Oh my God, don't let anybody know that it's happening. And me, I'm just over here spraying poopery like it's cologne. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I had a kid find my secret stash of poopery at work. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and? They sprayed it all fucking over. Oh, like in the bathroom? And in the hallway. Like, That's... I thought I hid this so well oh, because man. we are an office that works with almost exclusively children i'm the only one that doesn't work with like grown-up well actually that's not true we have some new clinicians that see adults as well the vast majority of our clientele are children so our like under sink cupboards are super safe and secure there is soap toilet paper and paper towels yeah nothing no cleaning products nothing dangerous i thought i would be clever and stash some poopery up in the corner this kid was looking oh yeah and it's one of mine And he had been in the bathroom for more than like two seconds. So I was like, what the hell is he doing? (sighs) He comes back into my office, which is right across the hall from the bathroom. Oh, And and I just smelled Mm -hmm. it with him. I went, hey, bud, what were you doing in there? Digging around in the uh, cupboard? He goes, "Uh, (laughs) yeah. Ugh. I'm like, buddy, what'd you spray? How much did you spray? Because that's expensive. Yeah, that shit is like $12 for a good size bottle. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, he just, he, I'm like, I'm not mad. I just need you to know that's not what that's for. I need you to read directions next time. Let's use our noggin. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. So I went in there. The walls, you could see it dripping. Oh my God. Down. 
the sink was like glossy with it. That's oil. It was. Oh, oh. boy. Fortunately, he was the last the last kid of the day. So I got I was able to like clean. But I was like, you little shit. At least it's going to smell decent for like the next two weeks. The next morning, everybody was complaining about the smell. What the fuck is that smell? It's heavy because it's oil. It is such a potent. Yes. Like you just need one. That's it. You're fine. Yep. I don't care how much you have to poo. One. Because all it's meant to do is create a barrier on the top of the water. Yep. Don't spray it on walls and sinks and sweet angel. Anyway. Yeah. I'm ready to be done now. All right. Unless you are not. No, I mean, I feel like this was good. Um, It wasn't as robust as I thought it might be. But then again, like. I had a nice time. I also feel like shit, so I'm really sorry. Yes, and I'm sorry. Thank you for being a trooper and still being willing to come and do this. Of course. Yeah. I love this podcast. Well, I love it so much. I love you. I love you. Do you want to do the whole rigmarole? Sure. Okay. So, first of all, our socials. You can find us. On Twitter. Are you doing that? Yep. Okay. So, we are on Twitter. Elon and Musk is out of the running. He's not buying it. So oh, I'm yeah, fine with I, keeping Twitter. Okay, cool. I had not been keeping up with oh, that. Yeah, he's he's actually lost like a shit ton of money because he's violated and like it's comical. The man is an idiot. I don't know how he got a billion dollars. Yes, I do. He exploited workers and tax laws. That's how. Anyway, we're still on Twitter at BFHpod. And on Instagram at BFHpod. Yeah, that's yours. That's your responsibility. You say it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't know what we were, what our handle was. Yes. Or they just are look both at the best same. friendhood. Yeah, yeah. We're, you'll find us. Um, and you'll find us with that beautiful green logo with our two profiles on it, which was created by Jennifer Bate. Talented, intellectual, beautiful, and kind. Also, we've also got this email address that is just waiting to be blown up with some of your stories or questions or ideas or love which is bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. So yes. Nailed it. Whenever. I mean. We still have, I was looking at that today. We still have a couple listener emails that I completely forgot about that we have not done yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, we need to get back to those. Let's Sorry. do. Okay. We're also on Patreon. Patreon.com slash bestfriendhood. And I mean, you're already listening to us, but if you want to talk about it with some friends, make sure that they know that they can find us on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. And Spotify. And Spotify. Thank you. I'm like, I am missing one. And I'm still working on Amazon. I, okay. I haven't quite figured that out yet. I've been a little preoccupied, but that sure. is something that's coming. I know that we have people that would like that. So perfect. Working on it. Okay. This podcast is always edited by Jake or myself. Yep. And P.S. By the way, if you get a moment to, we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Help us reach some more people. That would be just tremendous. It would be just lovely. Because, oh, go ahead. No, after you. Well, I was going to end it. I was too. Oh, well, then you do it. I was going to say one final thing that you can do for us is remember that you are loved and you are worth being loved. Love love you. you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)